everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I got a low power notice on my iPad as soon as we started, so I'm plugging it in now. All right, here we go. Capes and Japes. Always prepared. Just like we the scouts. Are... <laughs> we are truly the scouts of podcasts. Uh, we talked about... So we were talking about some spooky-ish DC characters. And we got a little bit off track with the Dibneys, who were ghosts at one point, so that counts. And then Peacemaker, who sometimes sees ghosts. He's haunted. Is, he is haunted, so that sort of counts. Um... And now we're swinging, we're swinging back in the in the spooky little direction uh, to talk about the creeper. <laughs> Happy March, the creepiest month. The yeah, the creepiest month of all. Um, well, <laughs> like the funniest thing. I love the creeper. Um, I love to see him. I love to see him. I love that you would um. You would show you would show this man to somebody and be like, "What do you think this guy's deal is?" They'd be like, "I don't know. Is he like kind of like a like the the Joker?" You'd be like, "No, this is a heroic character." They'd be like, "Oh, okay, but he like he he's sort of like a like a like a weirdo." That is like, no, he's a reporter. <laughs> He's a normal man, and then he is also this. Everybody it's has also to have the their hobbies. It's it, truly they do. Um, and sometimes that hobby is being the creeper. <laughs> yeah, you know, being. I think the thing. I mean, he is Gotham based, and it seems like Gotham really mostly. Except superheroes that are kind of scary looking. Gotham's like, what's this? You're shiny? You're clean? No, get out of here. Go to Metropolis. We like our superheroes weird. Yeah, we like goths or we like weird little men. If you're not a weird little guy, get out of here. Get, get out of here. We don't want you. Um, Go to Metropolis. <laughs> God. Yeah, so the creeper is um television reporter Jack Ryder um who that's... truly the only thing my brain kept telling me Jack Reacher and I'm like that's a whole different guy. <laughs> that is a different guy. Although if that guy um dressed up in a funny little outfit to fight crime, I would I would support that. I would probably end up watching Jack Reacher. <laughs> If that's yeah. what it was about. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, he was created uh, primarily by Steve Ditko, uh, best known for co-creating Spider-Man, but also this guy. Um, and he first showed up in uh, 1968 uh, in an anthology series called Showcase that was used to introduce, like, a lot of various new characters. Uh, 
and truly the only thing more uh buck wild than how this <laughs> than how this guy looks is the number and increasing uh melodrama of his various origin stories <laughs> uh so here we go <laughs> in his introduction he is uh he's a reporter um he hosts a talk show and he gets fired because he's basically he's like too outspoken like he you know criticizes his own sponsors he like invites guests on and asks them like questions you know, very <laughs> asks them questions but asks them like very loaded questions about like issues that he thinks are important um he's a very principled guy uh too principled maybe to uh keep his job um and after he gets fired he ends up um accepting a job with a security group as like an investigator because uh it's like someone who like knows that he does you know kind of investigative reporting and like detective work and he is tasked with um helping track down this scientist um who's been uh captured by mobsters a scientist named dr yats um okay yes so jack uh tracks this man down figures out that he's uh being held at this mobster's house um and infiltrates during a costume party so he has to very quickly throw together a costume basically like going to the costume shop and just like grabbing a bunch of like leftover components from different costumes i love that that's one of the origins because it gods <laughs> it looks like look it. It. <laughs> <laughs> what if you what if you wanted to design a superhero but you didn't want to like put a lot of effort into making the various aesthetic components go together. So you were like, part of his backstory is he just grabbed his costume from a bunch of unrelated costumes. Um, so he's got, like, green shorts, um, red gloves, red boots, um, paints himself yellow. Uh, he <laughs> literally... <laughs> Literally finds a rug and puts it over his shoulders. Oh my god, it's not even like supposed to be a boa. It's a rug. <laughs> it's just a rug. It's straight up a rug. Listen, this man is a reporter. He's not a fashionista. He's making do with what he's got, which is a rug. And also a green wig. Um, 
so he infiltrates this party. Um, he uh, finds the scientist. And the scientist, uh, either because there's, like, no time to, like, you know, safely get rid of it another way, or because he's trying to help Jack rescue him, um, he, uh, injects him with, uh, the serum he's been working on, um, which gives people, uh, an increased healing factor, um, and also improves their, like, strength and endurance. And he also, uh, implants him with this device specifically to, like, hide it, um, which is, this, this is, this, this is maybe the wildest thing to me. It's a device that can make the things you are wearing uh intangible and invisible until you need it you need them and you activate it so what what happens when jack rider goes from being jack rider to being the creeper is he pushes a button to activate his costume and instead of like causing a physical transformation. Later they make it a physical transformation, which honestly makes more sense. It's just like makeup and a wig and a silly outfit manifest on his body. Good. Good, beautiful. Good. Good. Love it. Love love to see it. Um but he uh the uh Dr. Yats is uh killed as Jack is trying to get him out. Um, and Jack is, uh, framed for it, mostly because he looks completely whack, and it's very easy to be like, hey, that, uh, weird, like, yellow and green guy who sort of looks like the Joker, uh, probably killed this man (laughs) and broke into my house. I mean, just look at him. Look at him! But he, uh, manages to escape, is able to, uh, use his, uh, creeper abilities, um, to, uh, take down the gang, and is then able to use his journalist abilities, um, to be like, yeah, these, these people, uh, kidnapped and killed this scientist, uh, and he... Uh, decides to basically continue fighting crime as the Creeper uh, when he is not able to fight crime as a journalist. Um, He takes on this sort of, uh, (laughs) like... Affectation? (laughs) Yeah, he takes on an affectation. Um, He takes on this sort of unhinged persona to go with his uh, unhinged appearance. (laughs) Um, and, like, fights crime just, like, laughing maniacally, uh, and, like, doing, like, weird little, like, flips and stuff. (laughs) Just really throwing people off their game. (laughs) It's street smarts. (laughs) Um, but he is, at least, at least in this initial version, he is, like, 
still in his everyday life, just like a normal journalist. Um, which is so funny. Um, he, the recurring villain, um, through his first kind of, uh, solo appearances, because he has this initial appearance in, um, Showcase, and then he has, like, kind of a brief solo series called Beware the Creeper. Um, his main villain is called Proteus, um, and he's a, yeah, he's a shapeshifter. Um. I do like that. Yeah, you, you, you do love to see that. Um. So a lot of those kind of uh, initial stories involve him, you know, fighting Proteus or, like, thwarting Proteus's schemes. Um, at, like, at some point, I think there was kind of a, like, more or more of a, like, a recognition between them where they're like, you, oh, wow, we're not so different, you and I, like, that sort of thing, which I also <laughs> like, obviously. Um, but he fights Proteus after his, um, his kind of solo series. He mostly shows up in Batman comics, uh, cause he's a weird Gotham little guy based. in Gotham. <laughs> yeah, he's a weird little guy in Gotham. He's inevitably gonna have a run in with Batman. Um, at, uh, like, at at least one point he was, like, framed for something that the Joker did, which is gonna be inevitable when your whole vibe is so much like the Joker. Um, but he, uh, fights Batman at least once, but it was, like, as Jack Ryder, he was sort of, like, manipulated into thinking that Batman was... Well, Batman is a criminal, but that Batman had committed crimes that he had not, in fact, committed. Like, bad crimes and not, you know, crimes of justice. (laughs) Um, and they also... They, they like, fight at the zoo, and then they also have to fight some lions, which is very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh, time to fight some lions. Yeah, you know how it is. Uh, and Batman also helps him, um, when, uh, Jack is, like, having trouble, uh, like, turning off the creeper transformation, um, and he finds, uh, Dr. Yatz's son to help him, and then, uh, the son, like, double-crosses him, and Batman has to come help him out um (laughs) batman just like oh shoot i feel bad about that actually i should have looked more into this guy i really i i should have should have done something about this um batman also like uh recommends him like for membership to the justice league (laughs) um batman rolls up to a league meeting like look at this funny little guy I think he should, should be, be on, on the, the team. team. <laughs> Look at him. And they're like, Batman, you're the only one who would recommend the Creeper. <laughs> it's like, this is like, this is your weird Gotham thing. 
you're like, yeah, this is this is what superheroes should be like. They yeah. should be weird, unsettling little guys. <laughs> the problem with you lot is you're not unsettling enough. <laughs> Batman meets Jack Ryder and gets over his initial reaction of, ah, the Joker. And then he's like, actually, this guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, are this you trying gets- to be the Joker? No, I'm the creeper. That doesn't, that still sounds like you're the joker. No, I'm a good guy. Oh, okay. You want to oh, hang okay. out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you picked a name that sounds so much like a bad guy, but uh, sure. I'm supposed to creep out bad guys. Oh, well, I also do that as Batman, so we can hang out. Um, gosh. Yeah, so that's sort of what he's doing um like throughout the 70s and like into the 80s mostly is kind of uh turning up in various like batman stories um occasional like backup stories and then after crisis on infinite earths happens they uh reboot his backstory a little bit i think that was the first time that i encountered the creeper or at least the first time that i remember encountering the creeper was in crisis and i'm like oh look at this fruity little guy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know who you are but i'm glad you're here um so uh in this new backstory um He's a uh, newspaper reporter instead of a TV reporter. Not that um, big a deal. But he's looking into, like, uh, the mob, like, some organized crime people. And while he's sneaking around investigating... um, again, like a a mobster's mansion while he's having a masquerade party. This time he's not sneaking in. He's he's just he's not infiltrating the party. He's just creeping around as as a creeper would do. Um and he gets discovered and knocked out uh by these mobsters. And they are really mad that he's uh snooping around and that they know that he is uh Jack Ryder who is notorious for uh exposing corruption and reporting on organized crime and so before they kill him presumably um they drug him um and put him in a weird little outfit <clears throat> so they can all laugh at him at this masquerade party <laughs> You ever find someone, you know, sneaking around your house and you're like, I know exactly what to do. I have a, I have an extremely normal plan. I'm gonna put a wig on this this. man. I'm gonna put a silly little wig on this man. Um, so they do this and then they, uh, beat him up and leave him for dead. Um, and he is, after they kind of just like leave his body like out in the woods somewhere um by hosier <laughs> yeah exactly thank you um 
he uh, is found and uh, rescued by Dr. Yats. Um, I think they give him like a different first name in different versions, but I think it's, it is consistently Dr. Yats who, uh, rescues him and, uh, uses sort of similar technology that he's working on that, um, can, uh, they give it a they give it a more sci-fi explanation, but it's still the same thing of it will make your wig and makeup and funny little costume intangible, but still there, and then you can activate it to put it back on. Um which also he can't it can't come off when he has it activated. So it's basically the same thing as just he like has physically like, transformed. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly the same as, like, he, like, you know, gives himself, like, bright yellow skin and green hair and, like, a w- weird little boa thing. But, uh, he uses this technology to, um, heal him, uh, and also to give him, like, some enhanced I, abilities. I like how this technology, um, number one, makes your costume recallable number two healing <laughs> um like what yeah what yeah was it you know. did, why did you design it like this or <laughs> is the costume fi- like what was the primary purpose and what was a side effect Do, like, dr yes <laughs> what have you been working on sir um but so because he uses this technology to help heal him, he's like, yeah, so it's imprinted with this funny little costume that you were wearing against your will. And it was <laughs> also imprinted with your state of mind when I injected you with this to save you. So when you activate it, it will be like you are on drugs. <laughs> Oh, good. Um, so this origin, um, establishes that, one, him acting weird as the creeper is not, like, an act to, like, you know, confuse criminals anymore. He is just, (laughs) he's just really weird now. Um, and it also starts kind of laying the groundwork for, like, Jack and the Creeper as sort of, like, two different entities, like a kind of, like, Jekyll Hyde situation. Um, because Jack doesn't remember what he was doing as the Creeper when he turns back. Um, but besides that, it's still, like, he's he's still makes the decision to like well i can use these abilities to fight crime i i won't know what i'll be doing but it'll probably really confuse them (laughs) so let's go i like how his first instinct is like well yeah i get this silly little costume and this silly little personality i guess i can use it to solve crime (laughs) 
a thing <laughs> that I'm I perfectly capable to do when apparently imprinted with drugs. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is. This is. It's just the next logical step. Um. Not too long after this. He, so this is like. Sorry. Is he able to like just not turn into the creeper? <laughs> I think. Like I think he could. Like if he didn't want to, I think he could just like never use this. Um. When when they they spoilers they will. Change his origin again. Uh, well, yeah. It'll be different again. Um, but like, as far as I can understand this, he doesn't have to be the creeper. He could just be like, well, I have this thing implanted in me. I'm just going to go back to being a reporter. I'm just going to go back to work. I'm going to go do my job. Hope All right. that the I'm gonna... creeper takes good notes. <laughs> Try not to think about this very traumatic night. <laughs> Imagine Jack Ryder just like turning into the creeper and then waking up to like a conspiracy board and looking at it like, what does any of this mean? <laughs> <laughs> it seems as if this conspiracy board was written by somebody on mind altering drugs. <laughs> I, did he put a Taco Bell wrapper on this? When did we. <laughs> there's no. Ta- where did he go? There's not a Taco Bell in the greater Gotham area. <laughs> they refuse to open here. Um, they don't want to be part of some sort of heavily themed crime. They were afraid of the that somebody would take Liv Moss literally. <laughs> <laughs> um god yeah honestly ideal if like they are like two different personalities ideal creeper interpretation is he still loves solving mysteries he's just really weird about it yeah and then jack gets a little bit too excited jack wakes up like i don't know what he was doing but he figured something out i i have i I guess i have a note written um, I think this says Vivian, Viv, Vi- I, I don't know, I don't know what name this is. <laughs> Vivian? Who's Vivian? Why did he just write down Vivian? <laughs> Clearly this he wanted me to do me. something with this, but it's just, <laughs> it's meaningless to me. Cre- I, I gotta leave a note for the creeper and tell him to, <laughs> please. Put more information in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Uh, so that rebooted um origin story is uh like nineteen eighty seven. Um, and then in like the early nineties, um, he is as we mentioned last week with Peacemaker. Um, he's part of a big crossover of everybody trying to fight Eclipso. Uh, he's briefly, um, mind controlled by, um, Eclipso's evil crystals, (laughs) uh, but then rescued. Um, and he goes with, uh, 
Bruce Gordon um, to try and stop him. Uh, and then he joins Amanda Waller's uh, expendable Eclipso fighting team, the Shadow Fighters. And along with the rest of the team, is killed. Um, he's killed because Eclipso possesses a bunch of hyenas and has them tear him apart. And then, uh, in, like, what is this? Like, the late 90s, he, uh, gets, uh, brought back and it's, uh, revealed that, uh, oh, his, like, his healing ability went into overdrive and he basically brought himself back to life and regrew all of his limbs. And he also gets the new power of, like, having, like, a black canary, like, laugh, basically, that can, like, give people psychic damage. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, sure. And in this one, um, they have him go to therapy. Good. Which is good, because of how he, you know, died horribly, along with all the other stuff. Um, and in this one, um, they revisit both of the earlier origins, the, uh, the, like, sneaking into the costume party origin and the drugged by gangsters origin, um, and have, like, have Jack canonically be like, I have two very conflicting memories of how I became the creeper. Um, so I don't think either of those things necessarily happened. I think my brain is trying to fill in gaps to what really happened. Um, and it also establishes that, um, I think, like, his mother was, like, uh, institutionalized for schizophrenia. Um, and he's like, maybe I have, uh, some mental illnesses that, like, caused me to manifest this other personality, and it wasn't necessarily, uh, because of the, like, superpower stuff. Um, but they don't, they don't get to actually, the series gets cancelled, so they don't get to actually establish what the real new origin was gonna be, <laughs> that he was, like, making up these other previous origins to fill in the gaps for. They do bring back Proteus, and they're like, maybe it has something to do with Proteus, but it does it does it does not get explained. So um he still has these two very confusing origins. Um in uh oh my god. And then <laughs> in like the like the Mid late two thousands, um, he is briefly on the Outsiders for a little bit. Um, he shows up in like a couple of Batman things. Um, he is like uh, he hosts a like political commentary show again. Um, and he like uh, when he first shows up, he's um. He's, like, on his show, he's, like, talking a lot about how, like, great vigilantes are, um, 
but then uh, when people start to suspect that he might be the creeper, he's like, oh, n- the creeper, that guy sucks. I that not that guy. He's the worst. In fact, I'll if you um if you arrest the creeper, I'll give you a million dollars. It's like, okay, all right, Jack. Great great work. Um but in this new rebooted origin story, again, um they do make it so that the transformation is like a physical transformation and not manifesting makeup and a wig onto your body, <laughs> which I th- I I think at some point they were like, we can't, we, we, this is too silly. We cannot do this anymore. And uh, it's like Doctor Yats is like working on like stem cell research and nanotechnology, um, and he is like instead of Jack like tracking him down he um or like jack is trying to talk to him but he uh ends up like showing up as like mobsters are coming to try and kill the scientist um and uh in a panic dr yats uh injects this sample into jack to keep these uh mobsters from getting it as jack is like hey whoa what (laughs) um (laughs) uh i don't think i want you to do that actually um but uh too late these uh the mobsters kill jack or seemingly kill jack but his uh this nano stem cell serum that he was injected with saves his life um just manifests this funny little outfit um for for no (laughs) No contextual reason. Um, I don't know if, like, subconsciously he was like, if I, if I had, like, an alternate version of me, I'd want it to look like this. This also has, instead of, like, a rug, it, it's like a, like, a mane. Like, it's like, he has, like, a, a, a weird little, like, fur ruff growing out of him. Um. But this also leans into the kind of, like, two separate personalities thing, um, to the point where when Jack is Jack, he can, like, hear the creeper's voice and, like, communicate with him, um, where he's, like, you know, still, like, just weird, but still, you know, helpful, (laughs) um, so... He, um, teams up with Batman. They, oh, also part of this is it's, like, um, oh, Dr. Yats had, like, a secret benefactor who was helping him with the serum, and the secret benefactor turns out to be the Joker, and he used, he put, like, a little bit of Joker toxin in it, which I guess is is why the creeper looks the way that he does. <laughs> sort of <laughs> like the Joker. <laughs> Comics is like, okay, we gotta figure out why this man looks kind of like the Joker. And it's like, is it not <laughs> we... enough that he's from Gotham? <laughs> he's from Gotham! They're all like that! People from Gotham are just like that. I am very sad that they took, like, um, I know that, you know, 
depictions of characters change over time, but I am a little sad that they changed him from, like, just a weird little guy to actually a creepy guy. <laughs> like, yeah, you look no, at him I... and you're like, oh, that, that man is, like, scary. But before, he was just kind of like a weird little dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he I... showed up in uh, an early issue of Justice League International, and Batman's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what? And, and it's just like this whole little exchange that ends with him just like doing a little shrug. And it's like, I want that man. Just this weird little man that refuses to answer Batman's question. And Batman gives up because it's not worth it. He's <laughs> like, whatever. I'm not arguing with a weird guy. I have stuff to do. Um, Honestly, same. That's like, the, the, that's my platonic ideal. Just Just a reporter. Who dresses up as a funny little man. <laughs> um, but he, they have like, God, there's like a late 2000s uh, miniseries um, called Rain in Hell uh, about, you know, obviously like demon stuff. Um, and they're like, oh, actually, the creeper is a demon. That possessed Jack Ryder. I mean, um, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but I am going to tell you you're incorrect. I don't, I don't think that's true. Um, and then this, that's like shortly before New 52. In New 52, they go in like a totally like wild, like out of left field direction. Um... Where the creeper is like a like a Japanese demon, like an oni who is like traveled around like possessing various hosts, and he's like currently one of the souls imprisoned in katana's like soul imprisoning sword um and then he like the sword gets broken and he gets out um and he like finds Jack Ryder and possesses him so like one um one whack um two goes from the creeper being like a chaotic superhero to just like full evil like he's just a demon who wants to cause chaos and harm (laughs) um and he's like possessing Jack Ryder, and they, like, switch back and forth between the two personalities. Um, just a, just a extremely buckwild decision. I, I don't know why you would do that. Like, it, is he not good enough for you? Do you, look at this little guy. You don't, you don't want him? You don't like him? Um, in, uh, in Rebirth, obviously, they take this out. Um, they, like, take out the whole demon thing. They go back to, you know, it being, like, a, uh, some sort of scientific, like, experimental serum that he was injected with. He's, uh, showed up in, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, at one point. He, um, was in... Doomsday Clock, I think he might have been in, like, 
one of the Justice uh, Leagues. Um, well, he was Justice League Dark was in New Fifty Two, so I don't know if he's he's made an appearance on any of like the the newer like Justice League versions. But <laughs> importantly, no longer a weird demon for some reason. I think he might still be creepy looking instead of just being silly looking. Um, which again, I understand that comics have changed a lot tonally, but I think we can all find room in our hearts for a weird little man. Like, I just want this weird little guy. I just, I just really support him, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just love... I love how weird this is. It's just really good. He's, I just want a man in little shorts wearing a rug. Just being weird and not letting anybody understand what he's doing there. Just weird and inscrutable, but still fighting crime. God, it's so funny. Love this funky little dude. Um, was there, uh... Anything else that you wanted to talk about or to bring up? Um, I was hoping to be able to talk about the Peacemaker TV show because I did start it, but um, mm. my TV slash internet gave out halfway through episode one, so I don't have a lot to talk about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's very homophobic. Right. Just... Supreme disappointment. Uh, I ha I was having a lot of fun until, you know, <laughs> technology said no, no fun allowed. <laughs> you are, you cannot have fun. I was like, wow, yeah, you know, you I, I should have, I should have been watching this earlier. And then I didn't have a lot of time after watching half an episode. And so I just went to sleep instead. <laughs> and then I've been sometimes, busy since. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it do be like that, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm hoping that if I do good and edit podcast really fast, that I can watch the second half of the first episode. Hopefully my TV uh, participates in this. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll switch to my laptop. If my television decides to act up again, I simply will not use it. You hear that, TV? <laughs> that is a threat. I'm I'm letting you know you are expendable. <laughs> I don't need you. I never have. Oh, how about you? You read any comics? Um, I did. I did read some comics. Um, I actually I caught up on. Robins, the Robins miniseries. Um, I think I'm caught up. Anyways, I I read I read up through issue four. Um, I I mean, like obviously I'm enjoying it because I I love I love I love to see them. I love to see my perfect little children. Um, I will say I think the plot is like a little convoluted especially for, like, a six-issue series. Um, 
I think there's a lot of plot elements kind of floating around that they could have, like, pared down and maybe just, like, zeroed in on a couple of them. Um, but some of them are pretty cool. Um, there are some extremely, uh, good moments, um, for all of the kids. Um, and my poor, sweet, baby angel darling, Tim Drake, is really going through it. When is he not? <laughs> when, that's the thing, is, like, I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, it, like, honestly, it does track for Tim to be the one most going through it out of all of them in this series. But also... Let my boy my rest. God, please let my boy take a nap. He's bisexual and he's tired. <laughs> he's just he's just a sweet little boy. Um God, do you think but that the Robins find out later and they're like, wait, Tim, when did wait, you you didn't tell us? We had that whole big team up and you didn't tell us? <laughs> doing a whole thing and And tim's like there was a lot happening listen there was so much going on um it's still like it's definitely like a little on the nose with a few things at times and i also think that like the whole premise of like the robins have a meeting to talk about whether it was good or bad to be robins and it's like, I feel like this would have landed a little better if it had just been, like, they were hanging out and this was a conversation they started having. Yeah. Just um, sit- and not, like... <laughs> this could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Timdrake but- at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, Dick, uh, it kind of sucks being Robin. Your experience? Grayson at gmail.com. <laughs> For me, it has extremely sucked. Um, Dick, why do you think I became Nightwing? LOL. <laughs> oh, I love them. I love them. Um, the art, uh, the art is very good. The, the covers are very good. Even the non, like, thirst trap like workout (laughs) variant covers are still very good um but speaking of um sweet baby beloved boy tim drake um it was announced uh recently that uh chip zadarsky is going to be uh taking over uh as full-time batman writer um good for him starting with issue like what is it 125 um i think so yeah um which is very funny after we were just talking about how i started reading his like uh batman like mini series um and being like i think chip zadarsky has like an interesting take on batman um, <laughs> hmm. but let us see more of this Chip Zdarsky's take on Batman. Let me um, take a look. 
but uh, it's written by Chip Zdarsky, um, drawn by uh, Jorge Jimenez, uh, at least to start. Um, and uh, one of the things he mentioned is that it is uh, going to heavily feature Tim Drake. Uh, He's like, I love with- Tim Drake. And it's like, oh, don't we all? Don't we all truly love to see that boy? Um, I think one of the things he said was, he was like, this is going to be, like, a very, like, dark story that's going to challenge Batman a lot. But I also wanted to incorporate kind of a classic, like, Batman and Robin feel. Um, So I'm very excited. I like Chip Zdarsky, and I like Jorge Jimenez. Do you think um, he's gonna kill Tim? Okay, if Chip Zdarsky <laughs> kills Tim, I will not like Chip Zdarsky anymore. <laughs> and actually, he will have made a lifelong enemy of me, and I will come to his house. <laughs> Thank you for instilling that fear in me that I didn't have previously. Chip, if you kill Tim... I, I, I swan to John. This is, I, okay, listen, I, I forgave, I forgave Tom King for killing Victor Mancha, but it was only because by the time I read Vision, I already knew that Victor was alive in Runaways and it was fine. Chip, you will be on thin fucking ice. (laughs) Okay, so Chip, uh, Here's how to not be on thin fucking ice. If you have to kill Tim Drake, do it in a flashback so that we know that he already came back and he's fine. <laughs> he's fine now. <laughs> he was dead for a little bit, but he's okay. First page, Tim's like, hey, remember that time I died? And everybody's like, what? And then they turn the page and it's like, T- 20 minutes ago. <laughs> That time Tim Drake died. It's like the joke in Portal where it's like, the part where he kills you. This is that part. Yeah. Um, God. All right. Um, anyway. I'm very sorry to scare you like that. I'm just, every time, every time a writer's like, it's going to be a dark Batman story where he's going to be challenged. Also, a Robin's going to be heavily featured in it. I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, no. You've absolutely, like, uh, like this is 100% I am wearing no fear t-shirt and you walk up to me <laughs> wearing what if Chip Zdarsky kills off Tim Drake and then I have a t-shirt that says one fear. Good, good, great. Oh I'm, my god. I'm glad to be of service. <laughs> well, anyways, um, if you want to hear about the update to, uh... Whether or not Tim Drake is alive, which he better continue to be, um, you can follow us online. Um, we have Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. All of those are just at Capes and Japes. Uh, we have a email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you want to send us any, you know, questions or comments there, uh, we have a Discord server that you are so very welcome to join. Oh, I just uh, opened it to an excellent cat picture, so that could be in your future. 
Um, we have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, um, you can get bonus content, um, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. If you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show, uh, leaving a rating and review is a great way to do that. Um, we got a, uh, review, um, recently from Beetlepunk, um, which is a delightful name. Um, and, um, they were super, super sweet. So thank you so much. Um, we will, uh, try to, uh, try to continue to be the most fun you can have not reading comics. Um, and, uh, yeah, leaving a rating and review, telling a friend about the show if you think they would want to listen to, uh, to it, um, and to us, um, and just, uh, coming back and joining us. As, uh, you have done once again, uh, today, so thank you for being here, uh, for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar, and as always... Just be a weird little guy. <laughs> Just be a silly little guy. Also, Chip Zdarsky, I'm watching you, buddy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>